This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. This Real Estate News Brief for the week ending February 15th of 2020, we'll talk about the benefits of mortgage shopping, 401k millionaires, and moving for love. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. We begin with economic news from this past week, and Fed Chief Jerome Powell believes there are fewer issues interfering with economic growth right now, but he says that risks remain. Topping the list of concerns is the coronavirus, he says. He feels that disruptions in China could impact the global economy, but overall, he says it appears that the economy is stabilizing. As for interest rates, he believes current monetary policy is appropriate, which means that interest rates will remain where they are. Some economists are predicting a rate cut at the central bank's July meeting. Powell also encouraged lawmakers to lower the federal budget deficit. Government spending is already about $80 billion more than it was this time last year and is expected to top $1 trillion each year for the next 10 years. Lowering the federal deficit will help the U.S. deal with the next recession. So hopefully, our leaders can figure out how to spend less and earn more. Consumer prices were up 0.1% in January. That's mostly due to higher rents, which were up by 0.4%. MarketWatch says that medical care, dining out, and airfare also contributed to the increase. The annual cost of living is up 2.5%, while inflation remains below the Fed's 2% target. Mortgage rates ticked higher this last week, although they remain near a 50-year low. Freddie Mac says the average 30-year fixed-rate mortgage was up two basis points to 3.47%. Low rates have sparked more purchase and refinance activity. Freddie says people are refinancing at the lowest rate in seven years. And another news-making headlines. Shopping around for a mortgage will also save you some money. A new study by LendingTree found the average borrower could save around $44,000 if they did some comparison shopping. The typical monthly savings would be about $125, but the amount varies from market to market. The cities where you'd save the most are in California, with San Francisco, Fresno, and Los Angeles topping that list. The study provides results for 50 cities. LendingTree recommends getting quotes from at least three lenders. And Redfin stunned investors with a big earnings surprise. The online brokerage reported an 88% increase in revenue for the last three months of 2019 to $233 million. That's a healthy 13% above analyst expectations, according to Inman News. The increase includes a 31% year-over-year jump in the brokering of home sales and Redfin is expecting even better news for the current quarter. It's anticipating another $179 to $188 million in revenue, which would be a jump of 63 to 71%. Although Redfin stock is surging, the company is not yet turning a profit. This run on the stock market pumped a lot of money into retirement funds. According to Fidelity Investments, the number of people with at least $1 million in their retirement account has hit a new record. At the end of last year, 233,000 people had a seven-figure balance in their 401ks. That's 17% higher than the third quarter of 2019. For IRA holders, there were 208,000 millionaires, which is a 14% increase from the previous quarter. As a side note, in the past, stock market declines during recessions wiped out a lot of the gains from 401ks. 
If you want to diversify your 401k or IRA out of the stock market, consider meeting with a self-directed IRA custodian to move some of your winnings into a self-directed IRA account that's allowed to own real estate. You can find out how to do that on our website at newsforinvestors.com. There are no penalties for self-directing your IRA to buy real estate, and a lot of people still don't realize that. All right, so back to the news. We could see a lot of moving trucks on the road in the next decade. A Lending Tree survey says that 45% of homeowners are planning to move in the near future. 30% want to move to an area with a lower cost of living. Another 28% want to move for a better job. And 21% are planning to move closer to their children. And probably to their grandchildren. The survey also shows that 42% of renters are looking to buy a home within the next two to five years. An additional 16% plan to do that farther down the road. But 25% of the renters in the survey said they don't plan to ever buy a home. A startup by the name HomeSnap says it can predict when and where homes are likely to go on sale. It provides a likelihood-to-list score for homes based on an algorithm that crunches housing data. As reported by Housing Wire, the service is available to licensed real estate agents so they can reach out to potential customers. HomeSnap's chief product officer, Lou Mincer, says of the service, quote, instead of sending a postcard to 5,000 homes, real estate agents can just focus in on the people the algorithm has determined are the most likely to list their homes. Mincer offers an example, saying that a home withdrawn from the market before it sells is a key indicator that it's likely to list again. And with romance in the air for Valentine's Day, there may be talk about moving for love. The Bellhops Moving Company says that many Americans are willing to move long distances to be with their significant other. It analyzed public conversations that mentioned moving and found that 44% of the people analyzed had moved 500 miles or more to be with their partner. And 60% of those people are now in steady relationships or married. The peak moving season, according to Bellhops, is from April through September. So that's a good time to lock in those leases. You can check out the blog for this podcast at newsforinvestors.com. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thanks for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors.